This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you're tuning into the show for the first time, I definitely want to let you know that if you have a question about our show today or something that we're just not quite getting to the way you want, please feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. And you also are going to want to visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. While you're at the website, you can check out what Chris and I look like. And then if you click on the radio page, you can also check out the past shows. And we do a lot of educational topics because one of the things we really believe, Chris and I really believe, is that having a successful retirement starts with being able to ask good questions. So check out the past shows and you're going to have a lot of information to look at there. And while you're there, you can also subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So again, please don't hesitate to reach out to Chris and I with questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting. So we're going to jump into our show today. We're going to be on the topic of Social Security and all the questions that go around that. But before we jump into the show, I just wanted to take a moment and check in with my amazing co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Oh, listen to that, Tara. The crowd's going wild for me. I can't help it. Please hold your applause, please. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm just having fun with the soundboard today. But yeah, I'm doing great. And speaking of uh, good questions, I hopefully will ask some good questions of you today, Tara, to help us uh, dig into this topic. But I've had a great week to answer your question. It has been good. Um, The family's doing well. Uh, you know, uh, winter has hit hard here. I'm currently in Minnesota. Uh, some of our <laughs> listeners may not know that. And uh, I looked at the temp this morning. It said six. That's it. Six. Six. <laughs> six. That's a single digit number. I don't like that. And the weather tells me that the actual temp, not feels like or windshield, but actual temp, our low tomorrow is going to be f- negative 15 below zero. So, Tara, what this means is you don't leave the home. And I'm trying to tell my kids, they're like, oh, I'm going to drive here, drive there. And I'm like, not when it's 15 below, you're not because uh, something happens. Nope. Uh, you can't you can't last too long outside without heat uh, in 15 below <laughs> zero weather. Yeah. So, yeah, it's tough. How about there? How's how's everything going in, in Colorado? Well, we had a big snowstorm, but then just like it does in Colorado, it's gone the next day. Yeah. So, so yep. beautiful again. And actually, you nice. reminded me, I've got to get outside and take Ava's blanket off. So Ava gonna, is the horse, right? She's the horse. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I have, I have three and uh, the other two stay really nice and warm and fuzzy and she just doesn't quite grow the same coat that they do. And So she's not the boss. So they'll be standing outside and she'll be out there shivering. And so I always have to put a blanket on her. (laughs) She needs the extra help. 
Right. Yeah. Sometimes they do. I know uh, my mom and her horses always went out and put blankets on them in the winter and everything kept them inside. So yeah, horses are fun. She can go inside, but she won't. So that's the way horses are. They're more social than anything. So even though she could go inside where it's warmer, she'll stand outside and shiver just to be with the other two. Oh, 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 isn't that something? Well, yeah, animal, not the biggest brains. No, no, (laughs) no. I'll tell you what. uh, But uh, even dumber are goats. Uh, We had a goat that stood outside and it was in a snowstorm and the snow started drifting over its back. Oh, gosh. And the and they opened the shed where it could go in was right there. And I looked out the window and saw that I said, Mom, we better. (laughs) go do something about the goat so we had to go out there scoop the snow off and put them in i mean uh, some animals just uh, can't help themselves it's no wonder certain species go instinct speaking of uh, needing help how is chris doing <laughs> nice transition there tony <laughs> yeah see that i got that going <laughs> chris is excellent he's uh, you know we've been on our healthy eating program and, and yeah. he's really his face is starting to get a little thinner now. So yeah. I think he's getting more energy and we're feeling better. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually started. I'm, I'm on a diet myself and I've got, uh, in fact, I have a meeting later today with my dietitian. My doctor said, I don't know why, but he tells me I have to lose weight. I don't understand, but uh, I want and, our and listeners to know, look at, you see this, the face, uh, the camera adds about in just in this area, about a hundred pounds right in here. <laughs> So, so don't worry about that. Well, let's get on to the show today. We do have a serious topic. Uh, we like to have some fun, but Social Security, there are some changes and what's going to happen in 2021 with Social Security. This is a big topic. And so uh, I, I think we should dig into it. I, exactly, Tony. This is one of those topics where you kind of want to know the facts because there's always lots of rumors that circulate out there. Yeah. And we're going to use as the basis. I found a really cool article in U.S. News and World Report and talking about the Social Security retirement age is going to increase in 2021. And so I just wanted to take a minute, if we could, and just spell out some of those changes for the folks listening out there, because you want to start with the facts, because that's yeah. that's that's really makes it a lot easier than trying to figure it out from all the rumors that you hear. So. Yeah. Regarding the full retirement age, it's slowly been adjusting upward and it's right now it's currently between 66 and 67 because if you remember, Social Security was set up years and years ago, 1959, and it was designed just to be an offset. It wasn't really designed to be a retirement. And, and you know, we're all living longer. So Social Security has slowly been adjusting up. And so, for instance, the full retirement age for people, if you're born in 1959, is 66 years and 10 months. So it's even broken out down to the month right now. And and Tony, that year is noteworthy because anyone who was born in 1959 is newly Social Security eligible as of their 62nd birthday sometime this year. So if you're in that that range of being born in 1959, you're going to have a decision to make. Are you going to start collecting Social Security at 62 and receive a smaller monthly benefit Or are you going to wait until you're closer to your full retirement age and get the full benefit amount? 
So, yeah, th- these are big decisions. And, and I know a lot of financial experts uh, have long been vocal about the downside. We've talked about it on past shows to filing for Social Security as soon as you turn 62. Uh, studies show that's what the majority of people do. But a lot of them end up leaving so much money on the table by doing that. Uh, and that's not right for everybody. That's not the right decision for everyone. Um uh, but uh, based on what you told us, it doesn't seem like that's likely to change, is it? It doesn't seem like it's likely to change right now, Tony. And, and I think we need to spend a little time talking about that because you touched on it, is the importance of your retirement age because you've paid into the system your whole life. And so yeah. this is an entitlement that you have earned and worked for and you want to think about it a little bit. So let's just say that you're one of those people that turned 62 in 2021. If you choose to file right away like you can, you're going to receive just under 71% of the amount that you would receive if you waited to your full retirement age of 66 and 10 months. So it's your full retirement age where you get 100% of your social security. And so when you take it early, you're gonna get a reduced amount. And here's the thing, Tony, is if you start at that reduced amount, that's what you get forever. So it's not like if you take it early, you get 71% and then when you hit your full retirement age, then it goes up to 100%. That's not how it works. So once you start, you've locked yourself in. So Mm. it's really important to understand. And let's just put that into a real number because sometimes percentages don't always matter. But let's just say if you're eligible for $1,000 at your full retirement age, if you file at 62, you're only going to get $708. So, and we're living longer, right? So just think about that. That's, that's going to be a lot of money you're leaving on the table. And then you should also note that the Social Security's annual cost of living adjustment, we call it COLA, you've probably heard that, is applied to the smaller payment if you fly early, which means you're ultimately going to get a smaller inflation adjustment as well. Ah, okay. So uh, if you file early, uh, these losses compound the way it sounds over time. And I know the argument is, hey, but if I file early, I, I get more because I'm starting sooner. So that's more checks, but it doesn't always work out that way. It depends on your longevity. Uh, And for most people, uh, filing early isn't the right solution uh, based on the math and on uh, the facts. Uh, You know, if you look at people who do file early versus uh, those that don't, it it often doesn't work out that way. There's a sweet spot in there somewhere. And there's so many different times when you could file. And that's where you come in as a financial professional, Tara. I know you have uh, the social security maximization report that you run. uh, That's amazing. I mean, it it does all those calculations, takes into account your age, your, uh, you know, your time horizon, things like that. So, I mean, this is good information. Walk us through some of the steps we can take to ensure that we are maximizing our social security. Great, Tony. I love it because at the basic level, it's very simple. The longer you wait to file, the bigger your check is going to be. And it's not just your full retirement age. So, you know, in this scenario, Tony, the magic number right now is 70 because you can actually delay taking your Social Security until you're 70 because that's when you're going to get the very biggest check. And looking at it from your full retirement age until you're 70, it increases almost 8% every year that you delay, which, Tony, think about it right now in the market. If you're earning 3 or 4%, you're doing pretty well after fees. 
So an 8% increase in Social Security, that's a pretty smart investment when you're looking at your whole big picture. So let's just say your full retirement age is 66, but then you wait until you're 70 to file. So for every 12 months that you delay, I'm just going to say this again, Tony, because I think it's really important to hear it. You'll receive an 8% credit on your benefit. And so that delay, Tony, is going to equal an extra 32% added to your benefit beyond wow. what you would have had you started collecting at your full retirement age. So, and, and Tony, this is this is something I actually have done. I've done this with several of my clients. And so I have, it reminds me of two quick stories that I just think okay. are so important to get in here. So I had one client that was coming in and he wanted to start taking his social security because he was thinking about retiring and he was, he was looking at all his options. And we kind of looked at it and he had a very small um, IRA from one of his companies. You know, he, like most of us, he had a couple jobs as he went down. Sure. We figured it out, Tony, that we were able to let him spend that IRA and delay the Social Security. And what that did, Tony, is it did a couple things. Is One, it, it let him get the larger Social Security amount. But here's the bigger thing, Tony, and the planning really becomes important when you're married. Yeah, because spouse. The thing is, is his because his wife had been a stay-at-home mom, so she didn't have a very big Social Security at all like a couple hundred bucks tops by him delaying it. He also took care of his wife because when he passes, then she gets the amount that he signed up for. So it's a decision that you can make that it impacts your family for many years to come. So it's something to think about. And so Tony, that situation happened, but then Tony, have you ever met anybody that just wanted to retire? And then as soon as they retire, they change their mind and go, oh, I'm so bored. I'm going back to work. Yeah. And I know you've seen that a lot. You've mentioned that, but yep. I know people who have done that. My, Tony, my own dad, my own dad did that. Oh, I'm going to retire. And then goes back to work. It's like, Nope, <laughs> I got to work. And this exactly has happened to my mom. And so it's very important, right? Because I mean, I do financial planning to take care of people, but the reality hits home because guess what? Anything that my mom isn't doing in her financial planning is going to come to me to fix, right? Right. Well, <laughs> so financial yeah. planning is not just about you. It's about protecting yeah. yourself from your family. Yes. <laughs> but, but my mom did that. Like she hit 65 and all of her friends were retiring and she had, um, gone from to nursing school a little later because she had been a nurse and she went back to nursing school and she wanted to retire and she was bound in a term Tony. And like I thought she retired. And then not two months later, she was ready to go back to work. And so what we had to do luckily was stop her social security, send back the money so that she could delay. And Tony, she's 72 now and she's still working. Oh, so <laughs> that's crazy. Well, after you 70, wanted- it doesn't matter. Right. So, so then you don't get penalized, but people don't realize some people are still working and they say, I'm 62. I'm going to work until I'm 70, but Hey, I can take social security. Now that's a big mistake, isn't it? Because if you take social security while you're still working or you go back to work and you're taking social security, they take a lot of that money back from you. Uh, you don't get exactly. it all. Yeah. There's a lot of implications. So it's, you'd think it's a pretty simple uh, question, but there's just a lot of ways where, you know, Tony, I just don't like to leave money on the table. You've worked your whole life. You've paid yeah. into the system. You're going to get this money and you want to make sure that you get the yeah. most that you're allowed to get. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. And, and, you know, you said you could get an extra 32% each month and that's nothing to sneeze at. I mean, you're talking about 
a big chunk of change to help you pay your monthly bills or maybe, you know, better enjoy some of the perks of no longer working and, you know, maybe travel and hobbies. So you really you don't want to leave that money on the table. Exactly, Tony. And I get it because Social Security can be a little intimidating. And I hope if you're listening to the call today that you're not getting intimidated, but I also hope you are understanding that um, it's not as simple as you might think it is. So you want to make some good decisions when you look at how you're going to take it and how you're going to roll that into your entire entire financial plan. Because, you know, we talk about it, we joke, but like Social Security is the best annuity out there because it doesn't (laughs) depend on your health. That's true. So it doesn't matter if you're a smoker. It doesn't matter if you have diabetes. It doesn't matter all these things. It's money that you're going to get because you paid into it. And so, you know, like everything we talk about, like the IRS code is, is, I don't know how many pages. It's like 7,000 pages or something. Whoever knows the most rules wins. (laughs) (laughs) And so we want to look at it and get the timing right, because you just want to make sure that you put as much money in your pocket as you can. And so, I mean, that's just what we're really trying to talk about today is how do you educate yourself so that you can make the best decision for you and your family? Yeah, that's huge. Now, let's take a second, Tara, for you to let our listeners out there know how they can get a hold of you and what you have to offer there for, for them. Sure, Tony. And this is one of the things that we do with a lot of folks is we, we they want to do that Social Security maximization report because it doesn't just tell you how to maximize for you. It will actually tell you how to maximize for you and your spouse, like when's the sweet spot to take yeah. it to your point. but. Um, please give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. You can set up that complimentary appointment. Tony, this topic is so important. And so Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for those folks that want to give us a call and say, you know, I really want to look at that report and I want to look and see what I'm doing and making sure that I'm making everything in my life work together in the right way. Because it's not just about this thing and that thing and stovepipes. It's about how do you build that team together that really makes you uh succeed with your retirement plan. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's so important. And so I would encourage our listeners to pick up the phone, give you a call. And I know you're also offering that complimentary social security maximization report for people who want to sit down and and talk to you. And we'll set up that meeting uh, with you, even if it's virtually or uh, in person, however, they can work that out right now. But this is a good topic. I mean, we're talking about uh, social security and now we're going to talk about some of the changes. Uh, What do you have for us next? Well, one of the next things that it talks about, Tony, that's so important is key information about Medicare, which is right up there. It's kind of tied together with Social Security for a lot of the listeners. Oh, yeah. And so, um, you know, when I say the word Medicare, a lot of ears kind of perk up. Yeah. Because it really is tied together. And, And Tony, I talk about it like when I sit down and look at someone's financial plan, there's 27 different things I look at. And two of the first big things I look at are uh, medical and Social Security. And obviously there's the 401k, but there's a lot of things. But medical is the big thing. We're all going to get older, so we don't know when we're going to need medical care, but we know we're going to need it. Sir. And so what can you tell us about what's happening to Medicare and Social Security in 2021? Well, one of the things is it's interesting. So while Social Security has continued to nudge upward during the last handful of years, Right now, if you qualify for Medicare at 65, that's remained pretty steady. So you want to remember, though, even if you're delaying your Social Security, you still need to go sign up for Medicare at 65 or uh. keep your current employer provided the, the private health care because you don't want to pay any late enrollment penalties if you don't sign up for Medicare. 
Well, and every time I hear the word penalties uh, or enrollment penalties, I, I break out into a cold sweat. Nobody wants those, right? Exactly. And it's it's like the opposite. Like you've worked hard to get this and this is a benefit and then you don't want to have to pay a fee yeah. <laughs> because you yeah. didn't sign up for exactly. it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, you know, so Tony, I'm right there, you know, avoiding late fees and other penalties. I mean, that's one of the best reasons to build yourself a really good solid and comprehensive financial strategy. I had some new clients that we signed up and they are, um, one is 60 and one is 63. And so we've already made a big note that, you know, we started there looking at their 401k and those things, but we've got a big star on the calendar so that when it comes time for Medicare, that we make sure we, about six months out, we sit down and we, we start to have those conversations because guess what, with Medicare, there's a lot of things to choose from. So we want to start making sure that we get them educated so they they can pull the trigger right when they turn 64 and make sure that that's building a good plan for them. And well, yeah. And then just one more note. Sorry, Tony. I just, I get on a roll and start thinking about (laughs) no problem. It's excited, but there's the, a lot of people, when you sign up for it, Medicare and Social Security kind of happen at the same time. So they just have their premiums taken out of their Social Security check. So just make a note, if you sign up for Medicare before your Social Security, you're going to have to pay those Medicare premiums uh, out of your pocket until you begin collecting the Social Security. It's right, not a problem, yeah. but you just don't want to miss it. Right, for sure. And, and most people, like you say, if they're taking them at the same time and signing up for Medicare and Social Security at the same time, uh, they have the Medicare taken right out of their Social Security checks so they don't have to worry about it. But if you're waiting uh, to file for Social Security, that's a great point. I've never thought of that. Now, you were talking about earlier the importance of getting your Social Security timing just right. And I know that that age is different for everybody, and uh, but it depends on health and job satisfaction. Uh, your, what your retirement goals are, what you what assets you have. There's a lot of factors. So go a little deeper into that for us, because this is where a lot of people might not understand how it all works and what they can do. You know, it's a great question, Tony. This show is really, we've got a lot of nuggets of detail in here for those folks listening. So here's another piece of advice that you really want to look at with your social security, especially like if you were a stay at home mom and then you worked for, for a while. So maybe you either started working later or if you worked and then you took a break and then you went back to work is you want to make sure that you get 35 years because social security is based on the highest the 35 highest earning years. So if you worked less than 35 years, those non-working years are factored in as zeros, which will drive down your monthly benefit. Sure. It doesn't mean you're not going to get Social Security. It's just going to be less. And that's good to know. So you aim for 35 years of work if possible. Uh, What's next? You know, another factor that you want to consider is claiming your spousal benefit. And this is one thing we really look at in that Social Security maximization report, because a spouse is entitled to claim their benefits based on their own work history or as much as 50 percent of the higher earning spouse's benefit, whichever is greater. So it's Mm -hmm. definitely worth looking into to make sure that you're both getting that maximum benefit. And here's the thing, Tony, this also applies to divorced couples, too. So if you were married for 10 years or more, and then you meet some other criteria, you might also be able to claim Social Security benefit based on your ex, your ex-partner's oh, work wow. record. And that's wow. huge. Yeah, that is huge. 
And here's the thing, Tony, is it also, it, it doesn't affect them. So like, say you've had a divorce and your spouse has moved on and remarried, you can still claim that benefit and it doesn't affect them. So I think that's an important factor because yeah. a lot of times you don't want to mess up somebody's life or maybe you do, depends on how the divorce <laughs> went. Oh no. But, <laughs> but it, it, it's just an entitlement that's there and, and you don't have to worry about like, it doesn't mess up someone else's financial world. Right. And, and that's great advice, Tara, because I, I think we can assume that Social Security is kind of a solo adventure. A lot of us uh, assume that. But depending on your marital status, uh, that's not always the case. It's not, Tony. And so here's another situation that you should be aware of is if you have dependent children that are younger than 19, you may actually be able to get additional security benefits, Social Security benefits for them that are worth up to 50 percent of your full retirement benefit. And you should note that this potential benefit does come with limitations, right? It's the government. Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there are rules, plenty of rules and regulations when it comes to probably thousands and thousands of pages uh, of rules. But and, and that's another one, though, right there that I bet a lot of listeners aren't aware of. There's a lot of these Social Security benefits that they're not even aware of. It's true, Tony. And, and remember, yeah. the big part of the show is I'm trying to get everyone out there listening to, to know good questions to ask. Because that's half the battle, right? It's, it's really hard to take care of yourself and your retirement when you don't even know the questions to ask. <laughs> yep, so, exactly. So here's another question that you should really be aware of that I think a lot of people aren't aware of is you want to keep an eye on how much money you're earning after you've retired, especially if you retire before the full retirement age. And we already talked about it, but I think it's worth talking about again, Tony. Sure. So let me give an example. So in 2019, a social security recipient who retired before their full retirement age, that's retiring at 62 early, yep. right? You could earn up to $17,640 before $1 was withheld from their monthly social security check. Say that three times fast. That's a mouthful. <laughs> For every $2 they earned beyond that cap. So basically, Tony, if you retired at, if you retire early, you're going to end up paying taxes on your yep. social security, which yep. you don't want to do that because that's no. like working for free. Right. And so just to kind of complete the thought, if you retired at your full retirement age in 2019, the earnings cap jumps all the way up to 46,000. So let me just say wow. that again. So if you retired early before your full retirement age, you can only make $17,640 before you start getting taxed. If you wait to your full retirement age, then you can make up to $46,920 without being taxed. So that's a very important thing to think about. And just it's such an important thing, Tony, because I have a lot of people that come to me and they're so excited about retirement. And I think really everybody is just excited to have a couple months where they don't have to set an alarm to go to work. A uh, really important topic, but we're almost out of time today. Oh, no. The magic has to come to an end. So, uh, Tara, anything you want to add before we go today? Well, Tony, I just love it. You really summed it up nicely, all the questions we asked. The, the big takeaway is we need to know what problems we're trying to solve for you and your family before we can recommend what you should do. So, you know, what the advice that I'm going to give to someone who's married is going to be different than someone yeah. who is maybe single or widowed. Or what about if you have kids or what if, what if you have maybe a disabled family member? So there's a lot of different variations. And I, I just would like to footstomp this, Tony, is we need to figure out first what's the problem that we're trying to solve. And then we can start to go, well, what's going to be the best action to take? So. Yeah. 
Uh, we just covered a lot in the show, Tony, and I would just encourage anybody who has a question and want to make sh- sure that they're getting it done to the best of their ability for them personally, give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. We can set up that complimentary appointment to kind of talk about things and what's right for you and your family, because we like everybody to succeed. That's awesome. Well, thanks, Tara. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our hey. Uh, with our amazing host, I'm trying to say, Tara Nolan. I up a little there. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, everyone, join us soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. <laughs> Thanks, Tara. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.